0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and I'm here with my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today, we are going to be talking about the alignment of Jupiter and Neptune, which is really exciting.
1: It is. It's a bit of good news, I think.
0: I do too. I think like a lot of the um, big energies that we've been talking about lately have been maybe I don't want to say scary, but more on the heavy side. And this really changes the tone.
1: It lightens it up tremendously.
0: Yeah. So uh, Jupiter and Neptune are going to be making a conjunction. The exact date is April 9th, but Neptune, um, you know, moves very slow. And so we will see them sitting within the one degree between April 7th and April 17th. And, Um, If you've heard us talk before, obviously, you know, like this is just the first conjunction, but every time that this degree is set off throughout the year, uh, it will continue to be a theme. It's not just a one and done, although that there could be some nice things, especially if you have um, some placements in your chart where you see one, wow, really nice thing. And then we start seeing just the, the after effects of that nice thing continue throughout the year.
1: So we're talking about 23 degrees of Pisces, right? Correct. 23 degrees Pisces is the degree that Neptune's been chugging along very slowly. And here comes Jupiter kind of by its side, catches up to it. And the two conjoin together at 23 degrees Pisces. And I like what you said, it kind of electrocutes or electrifies, I should maybe say that degree. So later in the next even year, if Venus hits that point, when Mars hits that point, there could be follow-up good news or a follow-up to the story. That sure. has started, you know, I'm a little prejudiced with Jupiter and Neptune. You'll hear it. You know, <laughs> we did talk about this, right? We talked about it last year. We had, um, I was really excited to see this coming and, yeah. uh, probably it was in the spring of last year. We, I started saying there's good stuff coming, there's good stuff coming. So now we're finally here. Absolutely. So,
0: yeah. um, you know, this is one of those, I'm going to say more rare alignments, And one of the things in astrology is that I think, you know, so many times astrology gets confused with like, oh, you're a psychic or, um, oh, like I want to have my appointment in person because I want you to feel my energy. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's something I'm always having to explain. Like, I I don't even have to talk to you or I don't even need to know your full name. Like I'm not feeling anything. We're basically looking at cycles, And we're looking at these planet alignments that happen. Okay. Oh, this one happens every seven years. So let's take you back seven years ago. What happened? Oh, this one only happens every 30 years. What was going on in 1991, 1992? And so you'll hear us today talk back to previous uh, Jupiter and Neptune uh, alignments like we're going to talk about today. But they are significant, right? They're major developments and even we're going to go back to 1856 today. <laughs> right. And
1: time, time tra- travel. Yeah, exactly. Um, just to kind of track this, this cycle that we're talking about. You know, you just said something that was so interesting. I remember a, a client again, this has been several years back, but I completed a one hour consultation with him. And he said, I'm getting the impression that you knew what you were going to say before you got on this phone conversation with me, that you were not doing this in the moment, right? Like, you know, I go, you know, no one had ever said that to me. I mean, it was very perceptive. Yeah, absolutely. I said, yeah, I didn't need you on the phone to do this. I mean, you know, you get some feedback and, and it does sometimes direct or expand a conversation because now, you know, uh, more information about how this might be applied, but it it is, it, it is that if you learn astrology, take the time to learn it, Yeah. I mean, some people swear they're, um, of course, picking up vibrations and empathy and all these things that there's no question you can do that. You can hear the stress of someone's voice and know this is a sensitive topic. But anyhow, it is interesting what you're saying. So these are, and that what we're talking about today is something that has been on the books. Everyone knew it. I mean, you could have looked at it a hundred years ago, you know, just as in 1856, this happened. So let's clarify that. Jupiter and Neptune come together once every 12 and a half years, right? Okay. But it's in Aquarius. It was in Capricorn. Okay. So we're not going to follow that line back. We're going to go back to when did Jupiter and Neptune come together in Pisces the last time, Uh, right? Not at 23 Pisces, but at a different degree of Pisces. Yeah. And that's where we're coming, going back to 1856. But I wanted to kind of add on something here about this idea that, you know, these repeating cycles, for those of you who've been listening since the beginning, you will remember that we spoke in January of 2020, we were really obsessed with this Saturn Pluto alignment, right? Right. And we called it the disruptor. And, you know, there was a lot of fear, anxiety mm-hmm. about how our lives were going to change. And I thought this might be a good point before we delve into this kind of funny one that's happening right. about. Here we are two years later, yeah, and things are still not back to that quote, quote, normal. That's Saturn, Pluto, disrupted structures, organizations. Now, this is a very small point. Not everyone cares if the Social Security office is open enough, but I learned this past week that they're still not open. I mean, they're, they're online, of course, you can get someone by phone in theory, but you know, there's the, those offices are not open for people to walk in and to handle their social security issues. I thought that was pretty amazing.
0: Well, even being in Vegas, you know, we're used to so many things being open 24 hours and now it's very hard to find um, a grocery store that's open past 10 PM, even like fast food places close early now, which. Again, if you're listening from somewhere else, you might think no big deal, but you know, I've never planned like that before where like, if you needed to go grocery shopping at midnight, like you could could. now, like even the the Walmart is not 24 hours, which is just very different
1: for us. Very weird. Yeah. But so many things like even the hospital, I think twice before I'd go to the ER you know, yeah. something, just a structure, something that you think is always going to be there. It still hasn't, you know, settled down, so to speak, right. School Our schedules are still being, you know, so there's been a lot of disruption. So there's a case where we are two years past this sensitive point and we're still feeling it.
0: Right. It's and an like active. Yeah. I think we mentioned that like two weeks ago that we were seeing, um, Venus, retrograde over those points that kicked off that Saturn, Pluto, you know, something like that can disrupt that conjunction that happened two years ago. So that I think to drive home that point is like, even though we're just talking about this conjunction between Jupiter and Neptune in the first weeks of April, that this is going to be a theme that
1: runs past just 2022. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there'll be some some big stories that'll come out, but I do think these will. Well, they're lighter. Yeah, I think they will be lighter than than the disruption we've had. But again, uh, and I, I I favor a little bit more the positive meaning because Jupiter is the ruler of Pisces. For those yep. of you learning astrology, I think you may not you may go what I thought Neptune was. Well, they're considered co-rulers. So Neptune is the one kind of everyone immediately says Jupiter is what we call the old school ruler before Neptune was discovered. But so we still give it some credit. So think about that. If I say it's like if you were at a uh, went to a networking event and you didn't know anybody and then you walked into the room and then you saw someone you knew across the room you know, you'd immediately gravitate to that person probably and say hello and catch up on old times. It's like, you know, each other. Well, that's what Jupiter and Neptune are in you metaphorically, right? Right. Running up together. They know each other. They like each other. They they're in a safe place with each other. They they do well together. Yeah. They're like besties. Besties. That'd be a good way to say it. So this could be a good, good time for romance. Again, that would depend on a chart, but there could be romance that come out of this, brotherly love, sisterly love, connections, finding a soulmate. Those are, those are likely things. There'll probably be some, someone's going to have probably a big wedding or there'll be some big engagement. There'll be something big in the, you know, the media news, right? Yeah. yeah. About someone, you know, doing something over the top as far as romance or weddings are concerned. Yeah. Well, I know you love
0: to talk about Jupiter being all positive and <laughs> I rainbows do. and unicorns, but I do just <laughs> need to bring us back down to reality just a little bit. Again, it's not as bad as like this the Pluto and Saturn, but because Jupiter amplifies, you know, this can be extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Pisces is involved you know, Pisces is our, like our beliefs, our thought processes. So we throw things like religion or even astrology into the Pisces category. So, you know, when we're seeing Jupiter line up with that, with Neptune as well, which we could put religions into there as well, like, you know, we might see some extremes when it comes to people converting um, their thoughts on something. I mean, like, I would hate to use the word like cult, but the idea of people really coming together on a certain belief.
1: You know, we may also, and I I hear what you're saying. I agree with you totally. This could rule conversion. We could see someone politically convert to the other party, right? That would be, again, a simple example. There has to be some big stories collectively. And that's one thing that we is oftentimes it's the movie stars that do something mm-hmm. wild or over the top. And it's like they're channeling this energy on a large scale. So everyone hears the story. Right. Of course, we're interested in clients, we're interested in one on one, you know. But again, it is fun to see it on that collective level, some big stories. Well,
0: and a lot of times too, it's things that big companies are doing, then that trickle down and affect, um, you know, just line employees, for example, and that's how those bigger themes get out. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, um, if you were born around, uh, March 14th, September, I'd give that a day or two, right? Yep. Yep. On either side, two days on either side. Yep. So we'll say, um, March 12th through March 16th, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, September 14th to September 18th. June 12th to June 16th, and then uh, December 13th through December 17th. You are feeling it. You are in the line of it either conjuncting your son, opposing your son, or squaring your son. Um, So again, even if we were maybe like still one day off from your birthday, you could be absolutely, you could be feeling it. Or if you know your chart, um, check to see what you have around 23 degrees of Pisces, Virgo, Gemini, or Sagittarius. You should definitely have a story to tell as these energies get closer. I'm sorry, as these planets get closer together. So, you know, if it's a personal planet, there, your sun, your moon, your Mars, your Jupiter, those are all planets as well that if they were being aspected by this, you would feel
1: it. And I might add into that because these are just what we call standard aspects. Pretty much if you have anything at 23 degrees of any sign, it's being affected by this lineup at 23. So again, your ascendant, your mid heaven, your part of fortune, your vertex, you know, anything. So Anyhow, this is the time, you know, I feel you may feel like you hit the jackpot. If you've got something sitting around 23 degrees, you'll feel it. And the story should be surprising. Didn't see it coming. Uh, I've got two great stories uh, just this past week of someone who's been trying to sell a piece of property for years and um, a solid offer came through. Now I, had just worked on the chart. I knew that they had a very favorable planet sitting in that eighth house of shared monies, you know, oftentimes big money deals. And there it comes hit that sensitive point, Jupiter, Neptune lining up. And now the house is going to be closed. Hopefully the April 15th. So Mm it's beautifully. You could, I couldn't have made that story up. Right. It was so beautiful. And another client who had a, has been trying to sell a company for many years and, uh, uh, Out of nowhere came this other company that was interested in buying it. And uh, again, very lucrative deal in the process of being pulled together. But it's like, pinch me, is this real? Is it really happening? So it could be something you've been longing for, wanting, desiring, but didn't ever see how it was going to happen. You know, I have two examples just this past week of that.
0: Yeah. Well, in Jupiter, we do say it's expansion. Of course, we want to talk about on the highest level, like how are you expanding that it's benefiting you either monetarily or you're expanding into a relationship. Um, but off, also it can expand other problems just so we see it clear, more clear.
1: Well, so, on that note, uh, you know, um, let's go back. Let's go back in history and look to see what was going on. Uh, We have some sensitivity to 23 degrees of Pisces in our chart of the United States. Our our Neptune sits at that degree. So not a personal planet, but still significant.
0: Yeah. Well, and so we had mentioned that Jupiter and Neptune meet up every uh, 12 and a half years. Right. So, you know, 2009 was the last time that they met up. It happened in the sign of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. We could go back then to 1856 was the last time that they both met up in the sign of Pisces. So again, that's where we're getting this 1856 date. And if we start looking back to what was going on in the U.S., again, 1856, that was a, a long time ago. Technology has absolutely changed. But all of the themes have to do with gender, religion, and race.
1: Oh, it's not amazing. Yeah, Right. That's a lot that's in the news already. It is. It is. So again, yeah. we could say simply, there's got to be some big stories related to those topics developing. Right. But I just, I, I was, I, I learned a lot. I did some research. You did some research on this, what was going on in 1856 in this country. It didn't look in the world. Let's yep. just keep it, you know, a little right. home base here. And I really got a kick out of this, that in the spring of 1856, 500 Mormons left Iowa uh, in route to Salt Lake City, uh, and they threw all their possessions in what, basically, two wheeled hand carts. It's incredible. Can you believe that? Right. I mean, talk about. I think the word pilgrimage comes up. Strong belief. I mean, Iowa to Salt Lake City. Right. That's incredible. How, you know, how do you get? You know, you got some mountains to get across there. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't know how. You,
1: <laughs> do it. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is not a simple thing. It just sounds so fanatical, so on some level optimistic. We yep. can do this. I yep. thought that was an incredible story. Yeah, um, you also had
0: done some research on the No Nothing Party. So yeah. they were um, anti-Catholic, anti-Irish, um, just anti a lot of things. <laughs> and um, I guess if someone asked. About their party, that was their response. I know nothing. I mean,
1: it's that almost sounds like a fun, just funny, hilarious. But Neptune, that's the Neptune at play there, right? Neptune, Neptune is can be hidden, hidden. Yeah. Not speak. It's a secret. It's, you know, not for you to know. It's for us to know and for you to find out, so to speak, that whole thing. So Neptune can mean like the idea of a secret pledge, secret alliances uh you know they they did lose their their election they they uh, that year but um, and they dissolved shortly after that but anyhow it was very it was very anti-anti-immigration you know they, all the issues that sometimes are we say well oh they're still going on those issues right right I, I thought there there was a g- great story about uh, women in 1856 200 women took off uh, in a rockport massachusetts and they smashed every uh bottle of alcohol they could find
0: Mm.
1: spent the day on rampage and now again it's hard to imagine i assume a small town village you know manageable job to find every bottle of alcohol and smash it but anyhow it was the prohibition people having a strong opinion yeah women having a strong opinion about the vices of alcohol yeah again so can you hear the belief in it the belief system is so strong that it causes people to do kind of over the top things, whether it's a two wheeled cart, mm. Des Moines to Salt Lake City. Yeah. You know, or whether it's let's break all the alcohol. I think it's interesting that
0: Sigmund Freud was born um, in 1856. You know, he's oh. famous for his psychoanalysis, which is very <laughs> Jupiter, uh, Neptune. Like so, you know, he was born with that. So the fact that he was, um you know, for anyone that doesn't understand, if if you were born that year, 1856, which obviously we don't have any listeners from 1856, <laughs> right? From the grave, yeah. But you were born with that Jupiter and Neptune conjunction in your chart, just like any babies that were born in 2020 would have that natally that Saturn Pluto alignment in their chart. So, you know, when we're talking about these things, people born those years naturally have that in their chart. And so a lot of times we can see, um, like these themes come out in their lifelong beliefs or their lifelong work.
1: Oh, if anyone is pregnant, you got a new niece or a new nephew being born or a cousin, you know, this, these children will be blessed. I mean, when I'm looking at chart, Kate, I, I think you'll agree you know, I do look to see, you know, where's Jupiter in the chart clearly. And if it's with Neptune, yeah. they have a knack for falling into good luck yeah, for having access. I can't say that their bank balances are always the highest. Uh, many of them are, <laughs> but you know, they, they say. fall into, they fall in with wealthy people. They fall into these exceptional environments. So, uh, you know, I would say a Babies are lucky. The babies that are being born and maybe even the ones that have already been born here in January, they have it relatively close. But as we go to April, it's closer and closer and closer, you know, really favorable. So this first six months of the year, we got a lot of fun, prosperous souls being brought in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The last one for the uh, Jupiter Neptune conjunction, um, the emergence of blues music. Yeah. Um, So, you know. Neptune, Jupiter, you know, we think of Neptune as like escapism. And so we do have to throw the arts in there. We have to throw music in there, anything that allows us, I mean, drugs and alcohol, of course, as well, but things that allow us to escape. So the idea that we had, um, you know, the birth of American music under um, that energy can also maybe give some insight as to having some great music or even great movies come through this year as we go through this.
1: I mentioned this Encanto, uh, the Disney movie. Yeah. The Biggest hit so far, it sounds like, is We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh. I don't know if you've heard this. Oh, you know who Bruno is? Bruno is the psychic. He's the guy who tells the future. And he's, of course, foretold, I guess, some ne- more negative things. And so, therefore, he's been banished. We don't talk about Bruno. Anyhow, no, no, no. Have you heard it? Um, no, Lincoln <laughs> made me just watch a piece of it
0: when I babysat her the other day. But oh, okay. I, always, I always give her a hard time because I will say, I can't though. And she's like, it's in Kanto.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't in conto. Okay, okay. Well, no, the point I is can't that I can't Jupiter, Jupiter, Neptune, Neptune is the psychic. It's the forecaster. It's the person behind the scenes, behind the veil. Here comes Jupiter amplifying it and uh lynn miranda i'm sorry i'm missing his name up but you know he's he wrote the song disney of course is getting a lot of credit for that song and it probably will continue to be quite popular it's it's uh so bruno is a character in encanto yes
0: okay well for anyone that's not that doesn't know encanto is a new
1: disney yeah yeah movie but, yeah, they don't talk about him. He lives in the walls of the house, I think, is the idea. Okay. He's not visible. Then he becomes visible, but we don't talk about him. Interesting. Anyhow, it's, it's a great play on Jupiter, Neptune. Yeah. But music, music should go crazy in this next, uh, you know, six months. Yeah. With so time. if
0: we start so if we fast forward then from 1856 and start talking about okay what are the possibilities then for this year here in 2022 moving forward um you know i know i kind of mentioned it already but the idea of like is it possible that we have more culture wars the idea of like my way of thinking is best my god versus your god um emergence of cults emergence of um i don't know maybe even new I don't want to say new religions, but new like ways of thinking, almost like, you know, like the, the vegan movement, a lot of times people will say is like, oh, you know, it's a way of thinking. So the Mm -hmm. idea of kind of having something new pop up where there's a new terminology around your belief system or how you live.
1: Or, you know, and sometimes it's just someone famous owning it, declaring it, that all of a sudden legitimizes it for many people. So maybe there's thousands of people already doing it.
0: Right. That's like when Madonna, like put that red bracelet on around her wrist.
1: I don't know. I shouldn't
0: have brought it up because I don't know much more than that. But it's like a Kabbalah thing. And she put a red bracelet around her wrist and then like everyone started doing it.
1: Right. But just
0: as an example.
1: Well, you know, and also and this kind of fits in the news, but the indigenous uh, spirituality, whether we're talking the North American Indian and their practices and uh, some more respect. Jupiter Neptune can elevate some aspects of spirituality that other people haven't done. So whether we're talking about you know um, a, a, a ritual that yeah. was used, you know now all of a sudden it's gaining respect, and yeah, maybe it will be lifted and used. You know then we'll have that issue to deal with, right? <laughs> but right. the idea that it's it it's almost giving rights to for everyone to kind of celebrate their, you know the the magic in their ancestral thinking.
0: Mm. Right. Yeah. I do see a a lot of trends going back to older ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have seen an emergence of indigenous voices. So, you know, I mean, I think we already started seeing that with the Pluto Saturn, the idea of where did we come from? Like what was our history built on? Um, And then we're seeing it more with this Pluto return as well, coming up that, you know, (laughs) where did we come from? Was that correct? What we were told. So Mm -hmm. seeing these two aligned
1: together, you know, could be great for the indigenous community. Absolutely. And uh, you know, Neptune rules light. Uh, It's uh, associated like with painting. How do you paint light? Right. And shadow, these are all the skills of a painter, obviously, but uh, with that Jupiter energy, you know, these laser light shows, there's been, they put these light shows on, old buildings and uh, there's a whole new thing going on out there. I just saw a special on it this weekend, but fascinating. I guess it's like the Van Gogh experience, right? You can go into a room and have all these images, you know, really immerse yourself into. So there'll probably be more of that as well.
0: Well, I was even thinking just, you know, like that all all the virtual reality would be very Mm -hmm. Neptune. Yeah. Things where you're putting on glasses, you're submerging yourself in, um, another land essentially. So, uh, remote travel or, you know, even like some sort of new cinema experience. Again, we have to think of that idea of like submerging ourselves, getting lost in, I think it really can play into, I'm assuming that, um, what's the meta guy now, the Facebook guy, you know, he's probably up to something.
1: Oh, Zuckerberg. Yeah. Probably. Uh, that would fall into this. Right. Well, you know, when you talk immersive, of course, I immediately think of water because again, Neptune rules the oceans and uh, just water in general. Uh, but pro- I mean, I hate, you know, I don't, I'm not making this as a formal prediction, but there's, there should be some, probably some big flooding issues, yeah. excessive water flowing where it normally isn't, or right. some breakthrough in mar- maritime i do know in back in 1856 a couple of big ships went down lost in storms so again you know with ta- modern technology and everything maybe they don't get lost in a storm but the idea you know we could have some maritime stories coming up here uh but oceans flooding uh just water issues in general clean right. water dirty water right that would be highly likely Yeah. Uh, Pisces does rule drugs. So
0: I think we talked about this on a couple episodes ago. I was talking about this in regards to the Pluto return just because of the transparency issue uh, mm-hmm. with things like people's pay and how much do pharmacy, like, uh, yeah, drugs cost. Um, but Mark Cuban may coming out with a low cost pharmacy. Um, you know, if that is moving forward, if it was tying into this li- alignment, there could be great breakthrough. Fu- breakthroughs in the drug uh, and pharmaceutical
1: community. Yeah. I'm thinking there have to be people out there that now can afford a drug that they couldn't afford. If this was know, to go through. Yeah. That they could yeah. now access a drug and yeah. this would be like a miracle drug for them. Oh, absolutely.
0: Well, you know, no, you... I mean, I've read just people that comment on articles about this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's crazy that people are saying like they're insulin or something is $10,000 a month. And mm-hmm. just the money, I don't even know how you would live if you had right. that much money going out. Even half that, I mean, even a quarter of that, like going out to medications a month, it mm-hmm. makes it, uh, I would think impossible just to live your life. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, Great. So I'm thinking that would be a miracle in someone's chart to have access to a drug that could, you know, make their life more comfortable or more sustainable.
0: Yeah, because Neptune um, Pisces also does rule the drugs. We also talked about maybe some sort of legalization of a drug that Mm. uh, maybe in the past has been banned or just seen for recreational use or even seen as illegal, Um, or the idea of maybe some sort of drug breakthrough in regards to COVID, everything going on around that. So could be some big breakthroughs in the medical community as well.
1: Very helpful. And I think one of my favorite ones is that one about, you know, this concept of unfathomable ideas, something that really, is that true? You know, that we really get an eye opener. Yeah. I, I'm going to go out on the limb here and say, I think there could be maybe something more in that kind of the UFO area yeah. of understanding intelligence or like sometimes, you know, when they discover like, oh my gosh, that, you know an animal is so much more intelligent than we think they are, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, something along that line, but maybe even more bizarre yet, maybe even identifying, you know, forms of life that we just have been walking past, whether yep. they're in outer space or whether they're beneath our feet, never realized what was going on. Absolutely. So that's, it's kind of a huge ship. There's an eye open, there's an, uh, an opening, um, I'm not really big in talking about the collective conscious, but this does some astrologers, um, more, some of those that lend themselves to maybe more spirituality would suggest that somehow as a visual that everyone's brain is opening up just a bit more, yeah. you know, and accepting some different thoughts. Right, it's you know, and uh, open to change, open to brotherly love. This, this is rainbows and unicorns, by the way. But the idea that we're becoming a better person, better people, that we understand, that we can tolerate.
0: I know, I love that concept. I just have difficulty thinking that we could really all be on the same page. Right. It just, but, but absolutely. I, I mean, I will put that out there just for. If it's possible, I want it. Yeah. Um, uh, the last thing that we'll say about this is it could be some great breakthroughs in therapies, in psychology, in um, healing therapies, especially around addiction, mm-hmm. um, or even just more escapist type healings. Again, I do think like that virtual reality or something where you're, you know, you're kind of transporting yourself into a different space just and again we it's there right we've talked about that before it's nothing new it's out there
1: in some forms but again someone has to you know someone famous oftentimes yeah. has to come out and say hey i did this and i cured myself of right drinking alcohol you know or you know doing this or doing that smoking you know it, t- it really does take someone that the collective can respond to like oh tom cruise we all know him he did this and that happened and then we can go then we can go oh we can i can do it too
0: yeah Or it becomes more affordable.
1: Well, February Right, that's about
0: someone mainstreams it where it's accessible to more people.
1: Yes, that's right. Anyhow, I'm excited. Jupiter, Neptune conjunction, uh, obviously, uh, April 7th to 17th, it's at its peak, but it's forming now it's forming now. So I could just say it's a time to believe it's a time to dream, to think a little bit bigger or to indulge. Yep. Travel should, I, I would think, again, I've been wrong on this. I would think travel would just burst open by April. But again, I know yeah. what's out there. So we'll see. As I sit here with COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. But also Saturn is on your sun. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. It yeah. challenges yeah. the physical body, the vitality.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I'm hopeful as well about even March actually of things starting to get more open.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining um, us today on our Neptune Jupiter talk. Uh, We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind